Hey, welcome to the Hill of Beans podcast. Today we're recording at Black Mountain Coffee Roasting in Idlewild, California. I have Eric and Jessica from El Buen Cacao here with me today. We're all going to just hang out and talk about what we do when we're not working. I think uh, something that especially small business people tend to overlook hobbies and things to, you know, do when we're kind of burnt out. Or maybe not burnt out, but just need a little break. So stick around. So, Chris, what do you do on your very limited time off from... Ooh. Well, I mean, like, in reality, or what do I want to do with my time off? No, what do you do with your time off? Well, that here, is reality. here at the shop, I'm typically here Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And so that would make, like, Tuesday, Wednesday my weekend. And Tuesdays usually are down the mountain day to do our shopping and we have therapy for one of our kids and it's kind of a whirlwind kind of day where we leave our house really early. So when you say down the mountain, how, what's the closest city to where we are? So uh, we live in Idlewild, if you guys that are listening don't know, that's a little mountain town in Southern California. The closest city uh, by time is Hemet, California, which is currently... Uh, not the most accessible place in the world because the highway between Hemet and Idlewild is restricted. I won't say it's totally closed, but it's restricted access, um, and you have to follow a pilot car, and it makes it kind of a pain. So semi-closed. Right. The next closest city would be Banning, uh, California, which is also at the Permanently end of a, closed. Well, indefinitely closed Highway 243, so you can't really get there. So most of the time when we go down the mountain, we are going to Temecula because it's summer, and it is excruciatingly hot in Palm Desert or Palm Springs, which is the next two closest places. So Temecula and the Coachella Valley, meaning Palm Desert, Palm Springs, are about an hour from here, uh, whereas Banning and Hemet are about a half an hour from here. Um, so that's, that's usually our Tuesday. And then Wednesday is kind of a rest day for the family. Like the kids stay home most of the day, hopefully. We may take them to the park or go swimming at the local pool. Um, and yeah, that's kind of a typical week. And then I, I would have also like an atypical week where I'm working on the two days or at least one of the two days where I would normally have the day off. And that, that usually happens once or twice a month, either when wholesale orders get backed up or when our coffee club shipment goes out. So like this week, I'll probably be roasting this evening after hours when it cools off. So how often do you ship out your coffee coffee club goes out the last week of the month every month uh some of our coffee club members get two bags a month and some of them get four recently we've had some inquiries as to some more coffee to go out so up to six bags is the most we ship out monthly how do you become a member of the coffee club really easy to sign up you can go to black mountain or blkmtncoffee.com uh click on the shop link and then look at club or blkmtncoffee.com slash coffee club. That has all the right links too. And I think you should because you'd be supporting a small business in Ottawa, California. Yeah. I'm a great guy who knows how to roast some good coffee. And if it ever gets to the point where I can't get it all done in one week, we would break the coffee club up into multiple weeks a month. And certain customers would either get, you know, three bags now and three bags later, or two bags now and two bags later, or... Um, we would just break it into new people are going to be shipping out the first week of the month and the, uh, the old club is the last week of the month. So there's ways we can add to it pretty easily 
it'll be a long time before it gets overwhelming for sure. That's awesome. What do you guys do when you're not working? Because I know for a long time you guys worked excessively and now you take a couple days off. So, Jessica? We just started taking Monday and Tuesday off. Um, So, I think it's mostly just sitting and relaxing, eating. You know, we're tired. We We work most of the day, so it's, you know making stuff, making chocolate throughout the week. Um, right. Yeah, I, I, I think we try to accomplish stuff on our days off. We end up going into the shop on Mondays to go to the bank, do, you know, do errands sometimes. Um, we're always dealing with packaging issues and have to find new suppliers for packaging. Um, do design work and stuff for the packaging. But, you know, I'd like to sit around and watch tv or you know uh, dabble in painting and and stuff like that which i haven't done since we opened the new shop as much i did repaint a replica cacao pod that i got from a chocolate museum in paris which is made out of wood and was chipping something fierce so i painted that last night and i'm gonna add some uh touches to it today sometime um but yeah it's it's mostly relaxing to prepare for the next next day. Our daughter started kindergarten, so we're picking her up and dropping her off and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to my kids starting like real school to where I can't just say, yeah, I think you're staying home today. I don't feel like taking you. But, you know, that's one of those things that I still have a couple years left till our oldest starts kindergarten. So um, what do you guys do? For fun, like I know occasionally I'll call you or I'll text you and you're off the hill or you're in LA or you're somewhere else, not in Idlewild. Las Vegas. We're always in Las Vegas. <laughs> I know Actually, that's not true. <laughs> Maybe once a year if we're lucky. Well, you are a high roller, so. You know. <laughs> Some casinos call you the whale. That's true. Right? That is true. Right. But, I mean, do you like to go out to eat at fancy restaurants? Do you mm-hmm. like to go like search out other coffee or and yeah. chocolate? businesses when we go to las vegas we like to you know just walk around look for different food places not fancy just you know something different something good something that you wouldn't find elsewhere so jessica's a major foodie she needs good food quality food from quality places so when we go to las vegas we find kind of hidden gems throughout the the city and the surrounding area um we rarely do typical Las Vegas stuff. We don't party. We don't go clubbing. We don't do any of that. We have a five-year-old, so she comes with us. We walk around a lot, eat food, and rest. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been to Las Vegas in, like, probably ten years. and that's, that's a mistake. There's a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of family-friendly area so right. I don't know if you're familiar with Container Park but it has you know it's it has this um, you know like a playground for kids sorry that's me what are you pouring, drinking what are you pouring, <laughs> pouring some cacao brew cacao brew so just so you know Eric sells a product called cacao brew and it's uh, kind of a tea-like chocolate beverage but not don't think hot chocolate don't think coffee think more like a tea with a chocolate essence going on and it's actually quite good i i would say as a coffee 
uh, addict myself, if you ever try it, go into it not expecting coffee or something you've had before because it's totally its own thing and it's very different and it works really well, honestly, to brew it in a French press. So, and just to, to plug my own product, I am drinking uh, a pour over because that's my, my jam. Uh, a pour over of our new Columbia, it's called the Patroness and it's from a place called Jericho, Columbia. Um, really, really solid Colombian coffee, a lot of nice flavor to it. So, that's what we're sipping on. And just for, as a point of reference, we're about, what, four to four and a half hours from Las Vegas if you take the freeways? Yeah, or yeah. the back route, which is also route. beautiful. Driving through Mojave yeah. Preserve is phenomenal. It's, yeah. it's if an you, amazing place. If you feel like gambling before you get to Las Vegas, just take the back roads. If you, <laughs> if you make it, you win. So you come out ahead either way. Yeah, it's a win-win situation. You Do know? you ever stop? Like, I know I've done it a couple times, like in Amboy or... So we... Amboy's one place. Um, we like the the volcano there. The cinder cone is pretty neat. But we often stop at the um, what is it? The depot. The railroad depot, which is Kelso yep. Depot and Kelso Dunes, which are protected huge dunes. So nobody's riding motorcycles on there. You can walk around, check it out. We've yet to go to the top because we have Sophia, mm. and we're uh, it's either too hot. Or, yeah, it's it's mostly too hot. Have you ever done, like, there's some lava tubes out that way, too? We have not. It's usually driving straight through. We'll stop at the depot. And we're not against doing the lava, lava tubes. That sounds awesome. We just haven't had the time. I've been to the lava tubes once. <gasps> it was cool. It was totally worth it. And it was like a two-day drive through the Mojave Desert, like, yeah. off-road to get there. At least the one that I went to. That's awesome. And it was yeah. it was kind of weird. Did you walk? Was it a hike? Um, you, you would like pull your Jeep or truck off the trail and then it was probably a three, 400 yard walk to the top entrance of the lava tube. Cause you basically, I don't know who put them there, maybe BLM or some national forest group or agency. Um, they have these metal ladders that kind of go down into the lava tube and it's probably 15, 20 feet down, at least the one that I was in. And then maybe, I don't know how big the inside was. The The main chamber that we were in was pretty big. I would say maybe a thousand square feet, maybe maybe bigger than that even. And then it kind of trails off into these littler tubes. And, you know, you go at your own risk. It, it could collapse at any moment type of thing. So yeah. That's nice. It's yeah, a little cool. eerie. Is that all part of the Mojave Preserve? Yes. Yeah. And we, I think we got on the Mojave Road. This is years ago now, but uh, we got on the Mojave Road at Zizek's, so off oh, the Zizek's. 15 freeway, oh. and then kind of head east towards the river. And it was about, I would say, halfway. That's awesome. The lava tube. So other than, like, Vegas, I mean, do you guys have any hobbies? I know, Eric, you're an artist. You paint. Jessica, do you have any uh, interesting hobbies? I mean, I don't know. My wife like, likes to crochet and knit. and. I like to write, but okay. I haven't done much lately I mean I just I do a lot of work in the computer when once I open the computer I open it and I'm just like I have to do this and it's like it, it's work related so because you're familiar that we're USDA organic so right. constantly I have to be sending updated certificates and things like that or you're missing this I get an email wow. and so I have to send this and it just turns into work. It is work. a process. Yeah. So you almost need like a personal computer that isn't a work computer to like separate what you want to do 
for leisure from what you have to do for work when yeah. you're not technically working. I mean, I basically need a new computer. <laughs> Everybody Thanks, needs, Chris. I need a new computer too. Thank you. Yeah, that's one of those things. New computers for business. Uh, it's kind of a daunting thing. Um, so f- as for me, like what would I like to be doing? I like the outdoors um, with two little ones at home. I don't get the chance to be outside as much as I used to. When I first moved to Idlewild, I was pretty, I wouldn't say heavily, but I was really enjoying the mountain biking up here. I think there's a couple hundred miles or maybe not quite a couple hundred miles of single track trails for people to explore. Um, There's a lot, really, if you're into hiking or fishing or, you know, backpacking uh, to do. We used to go camping every summer. We don't really do that much anymore. Just trying to run a business on the weekends and during the week having little ones and it becomes overwhelming. I don't know what else to say about it. I got into hunting for a little while and that's kind of a controversial thing, but it's something that I enjoy and really kind of gets you out into nature and you take a different, or at least I take a totally different perspective on the outdoors when I'm out there kind of with a purpose and the purpose would be to, you know, hopefully bring something back home um, to eat. I mean, that's the, the really only reason I hunt is the experience and the, the food value of whatever I can can get. But you don't hunt dove, do you? The bird of peace? <laughs> dove is, is delicious oh and a mischievous God. animal. That They all should die. No, not all of them. We need to leave a breeding population. But um, dove is great, especially with bacon and jalapeno. It's really delicious. That's the bird of peace. I want to apologize for all the vegans out there. Right, I mean, I understand, like, not everybody will eat meat, period. Like, we have plenty of customers that are vegetarian and vegan as well, and um, we have oat milk for those people. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting world we live in where, especially Idlewild, where there's a lot of avid outdoorsmen here, outdoors people, if you prefer, and um, there's a lot of really kind of vegan mindset, like, do no harm to animals people as well. Is your coffee vegan? A hundred percent vegan. No animals were harmed we uh, in the production of this coffee, at yeah. least by me. Yeah, uh, Idlewild, really renowned for hiking and for nature. And right before the big fires back in uh, 2018, in July, we started to hike and um, get out every once in a while and go up in the mountains and do stuff. <clears throat> as soon as the fire happened, that just killed it for us we stopped going as much uh jessica has been a few times but i'm hunkered down with the business a lot as is jessica but i haven't been able to hike like i'd like to we're always uh working i think one of the cool things and one of the things that i didn't ever really experience until we lived here is the sense of wonder that comes with being outdoors and in the wilderness where there isn't a house or anything that is man-made recognizable within your line of sight and it, I mean, it's beautiful, it's peaceful, but it's also can be kind of eerie. Uh, I'm, gosh, I remember having a few occasions uh, riding a mountain bike where you just get that kind of sense like there's something either following me or just at least watching me. It's either a mountain lion or the idle beast. Idle beast, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about the idle beast. Or Sasquatch, which is the same thing. <laughs> Idlewild. Our, our local Sasquatch is yes. nicknamed the ID Beast. The Squatch. Which also could be a trash bear now. We have a trash bear or maybe multiple trash bears in the area. So if you do come to Idlewild, don't leave food out. Clean up after yourself. Be safe. Don't feed the bear. 
Or the mountain lion. I mean, you could feed a mountain lion. You gotta be pretty brave to do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been here, twelve, a little over twelve years, twelve and a half years. I've never seen a mountain lion. I know a lot of people see them all the time crossing the highway. I've seen them. You have one. I saw one jump. I saw the back, and its long, thick tail, and that was pretty much the extent. And when I stopped my car to look, and I was gonna get out and go take a gander, I realized. That's probably not a good idea. Is that how you got those scars? <laughs> yeah. I, ras- I wrestle them every once in a while, just like I do with bears. Right. But no, this uh, it's probably not a good idea. So I stayed in my car and for about five minutes with my uh, bifocals. I was looking and looking, and I just could not find that guy or gal. And it, it was gone. They, they, they are the ghost cat. It was cool, though. And I was pumped that I finally saw one. I saw bobcats and deer and uh lots of coyote but that's my first mountain lion so i was i was proud oh i mean i mean maybe one day chris one day you could see one i mean it's it's different seeing something like that in person than seeing something in like that in a zoo because yeah. you have a legitimate like oh my god this thing could kill me yeah. moment. like you have if you don't have that it's gonna kill you yeah. you got to be cautious you got to be aware that they're that they exist and they're out there um although like like we said the sighting of it and people actually encountering they don't want to be seen. Especially a big cat. Yeah, yeah they don't want to be seen. They're, they're uh, secretive. They wouldn't be good hunters if they were seen all the time. So uh, they eat mule deer, and there's a lot up here. And that's uh, probably why we don't see them, because they're too busy eating mule deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost hit a deer the other night on my way home. I was driving uh, up the highway between uh, Idlewild and Pine Cove, where I live, which is about three miles kind of north of downtown Idlewild. And I wasn't far from the car in front of me. I was probably following at maybe one or two car lengths. And, like, out of nowhere, this big old deer decided, oh, I can I can make this. And I, I don't know how close we got, but my wife screamed. And I, yeah, I had that, like, lump in my throat for a few miles after, well, maybe not a few miles, but for a few minutes after that at least. <laughs> what gender um, was this deer? You know, it happened so fast, I don't know for sure, but I think it was probably a female. Okay. That's... Yeah, I didn't notice antlers. And do they have antlers? The females? A, not mule deer. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, only male mule deer have antlers. So, um, it was one of those things where I was like, eh, better slow. I mean, I wasn't going that fast, but just the way this deer decided to cross the road, it was like there was a deer crossing <laughs> sign nearby, and the deer could read that sign. Is that the only deer up here, mule deer? Yeah, I mean, I've heard. It's not likely, but there's a another kind of deer that's um, Southern California native called the coastal blacktail deer, and but I, the, that's more like Santa Barbara County near the water. What's the Latin name for that? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm absolutely. I'm a hunter, not a scientist. Uh, and honestly, I don't. I feel uh, a little out of place referring to myself as a hunter because it, again, it's been years now since I've been out doing anything like that at all so um i do miss it i hope to get back at it someday when my boys are older it'll be a definitely an experience and a and a chance to, to do some male bonding with the guys with the boys uh, but they're at least five years away from anything remote to even like walking in the woods not holding a hand of an adult so um yeah i mean those are all things when, like we go off the hill a lot too i mean if it's tuesday and we're down the mountain doing our normal routine sometimes we'll stop and and kind of indulge in something or sometimes at least once a month we wind up at our coffee importer 
And uh, lucky for our kids, they're about 15 minutes or so from Disneyland. So you visit the mouse. We go and we pay our dues to... uh, You better. To the mouse, yeah. He gets mad. Mr. Mouse to you, buddy. Yeah, he's... I think you refer to him as the gangster. Yeah, he takes a lot of our money. (laughs) Yeah. We haven't been for a little while, but haven't seen Star Wars. Have you seen Star Wars Land yet? I haven't. So I, I have enough money to have a pass... But I have the pass that is the most restricted pass. So it's the least amount per month for us to go. And we were not allowed into the main Disneyland last time we went. So, And we haven't been allowed into the, the actual Disneyland park and since the end of May. And they opened Star Wars Land at, at the end of May. So I think our passes cut us off like two days before they opened uh, Star Wars, whatever it's called. And how far is uh, Disneyland from... With or without the road closures, Eric? Well, with with without the road closures. Without, I would say, hour and 45 minutes if you're uh, accustomed to our windy mountain roads. And, and you the, drive an all-wheel drive Subaru like myself. And the fastest way, if the roads were open, would be down the 74, down into Hammett's, the Ramona Expressway. For you, 60. living where you live, yes. For me, it would be Highway 243, which has now been... Down to Banning? ...washed away by yeah. the floods. Uh, down to Banning, and then... I-10 to I-60. Yeah, Maybe it's not I-60, is it? It's just the 60. So. To the 91. If the road opens, which is supposed to by Labor Day, going down through Hemet might be a lot faster for yeah, people but, coming up and going down. It's our fastest escape when there's not a road closure. So Escape, <laughs> escape from the mountain. Right. Everybody yeah. needs an escape. I mean, living in a mountain is a lot like, I think, living on an island, even though I've never lived on an island. I think you kind of get that, like, cabin, this is an island. cabin fever, Style. island fever type thing. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of just need to get out of here every once in a while to kind of gain perspective on where you live and where you get to call home and, and what things are available here. What do you suggest to people that have never been to Idlewild? What do you suggest for them to do? When they come here or how yeah. to get here? I well, don't know if I understand. how to get here okay. and then what should they do if they are here? Or oh. what do they do? Like, Because there's a lot of people that come into our shop and they'll ask us, Oh yeah. what do you do in Idlewild? Because it's a small town. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not a resort town. So what do you... Um, For people that are here for, let's say, an extended period of time, a couple of days to a week, there's a lot to see and do. There's a couple of small lakes that they can go and explore. There's lots and lots of hiking. Um, I don't know if there's currently a bike rental place up here, but there has been in the past. Um, So biking or mountain biking are both uh, pretty fun activities. Obviously, shopping and exploring the downtown area. There's so many unique places up here and unique people that uh, there's a lot of stuff to see and do in the downtown area. But mostly people come up that have been here before and they're using it as a quiet place. A lot of people come up here and I think their focus, especially if they've been here before, is to just kind of relax and recharge and kind of just get away from the hustle and bustle that exists all around us. Definitely, yeah. We, since we work so often, we we tend to want to leave Idlewild because we're here all the time, but that's not always true. We do kind of hang out and enjoy Idlewild and do things locally. Um, like for instance, we hung out with you, Chris, not too long ago and watched, you know, we recorded the podcast, watched, watched a good movie, good, healthy family movie. What movie was that? I think it was called Us. 
That's right. It's a good, good, yeah. good for the family. Nice and cheerful, and you know, very, very good. Directed by a friend of yours. Well, yes, he uh, he's been to our shop twice, and ever since he got even more famous than he he already is, he hasn't been back. But hopefully, he comes back. Um, but what happened? We ate dinner, which was delicious. We had. I don't Al, remember what it was. It was Alfredo. Oh, well, pasta. Pasta and, and spaghetti, which was really good. Yeah, we um, went all out for you guys. Thank we you. We boiled up some noodles and made, made some sauce. Made from scratch. It was amazing. It was Katie did do an amazing job. She is a really good, good cook. She doesn't think she is, but she oh, is. Oh, and the bread. The bread was... I did make you some yeah. bread. Yeah. That's one of my other hobbies. I am. A, I, I have to confess I like to bake, but not like muffins and cupcakes. I, I yeah. bake bread mainly. It's very manly. Yeah. So the... Nickname cupcakes not good for you? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't even what I don't know what a good nickname for me would be at this point in my life. Bread. No, that's, that's not good either. <laughs> so, we uh, we hung out. Your uh, nephew is your nephew came by? Yeah, yeah. He's a drummer in a heavy metal band, so he, might, he looks he, the part. He might have drank too much, and he had himself a bit of a party. It was the weekend of the big uh, Idlewild Strong Festival. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So that was a party weekend for a lot of people. So since we were not partying, we were hanging out, and uh, he parked in a position that made my exit from Chris's driveway, which is full of huge ruts because of the storms we had in February on Valentine's Day of all days. Yeah, the there's some spots in my driveway that are like... Maybe a foot deep or a couple feet wide. And, you know, if you're not careful or you're tired or, you know, you're just trying to get out in a hurry and you, and you tweak the wheel wrong, you are not going to go home. You're yep. going to spend the night and we'll have to pull out an extra bed for you. We were stuck sideways in a weird position where the front wheel was dug so deep that the bumper was on the ground. We tried and tried to it, get that out. I don't know. Is, is your Jetta, is that a four-wheel drive vehicle? No, sir, it is not. (laughs) Should I have a four-wheel drive? Yes. I highly recommend four-wheel drive, uh, either in my driveway or in Idlewild in general, if the weather has a chance of becoming uh, cold and snowy. Does uh, Subaru or Toyota sponsor our podcast? I hope so. Because that would be great. I'm a Subaru advocate, for sure. I would do a Toyota. A Toyota? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. But so we were stuck, and we called a local, to local garage to pull us out for a, you know, a easy two fifty. But I got the local price of one fifty. Steve's Steve is an engineering genius when it comes to getting a, a car out of a bad spot, and, and and he's quick. So you're not paying really for his time as much as you're paying for his experience. Yes, I mean if you broke it down to like how much he makes the. Per the minute, he's got his he's got his MD and in, in vehicle removal. Plus, it was two a.m. in the morning. It was pretty late at night, and he did not want to come do it. Yeah. No, he came against his better judgment, and uh, he was very nice about it. He, he was nice, and that's why I got the the discount. Yeah. Well, plus I get a kickback because it's my driveway. So and, you've done this many times. Buddies. Yeah. No, I, that's why we invite people over for dinner. It's kind of a side income for us. I get people to come over, hang out, get tired. They get stuck, and then Steve comes and gets them, and then he he shoots me fifty bucks via PayPal. That's, 
that's a good deal. Totally wrong. No, that is not what we do. Uh, although I will say, I think you're the first car we weren't able to get unstuck without assistance. So, and it has nothing to do with you. I, I blame the the Germans. The Germans. The Germans. For Volkswagen. So, yeah, yes. The Germans who built that car. It was fun though. We had a good time. Got the car out. Got home. And voila! It was it was a good day. The next day, though, was not a good day. Next day was not good. Yeah, this happened on a Friday night, and Saturday's like our our busiest day, I think, for both of our businesses, and we're we're busy. And this time of year, I don't know about your shop. My shop gets really uncomfortably warm in the afternoon, so by like three o'clock in the afternoon, I was kind of grumpy and really tired, and uh, it was probably not my best day ever. Yeah, and you're not nice when you're grumpy. <laughs> But I'm not grumpy when I'm nice, so That's it all true. balances out. It's a win-win situation. Win-win for who? For me? Whoever. For Steve. For Steve, yeah. Steve wins. <laughs> if you get stuck, Steve is going to win. And then he's going to take Eric's advice and go to Vegas and win again. And use that 150 bucks. He probably takes the back roads because people are often stuck on the side of the road. Makes, makes side money. Yeah. Anyway, Steve is, is a great guy. He's lived up here, I mean, way longer than any of us, and his family has had the Idlewell Garage forever. And so if you ever have any car trouble, Steve's your man. Did he build Idlewell, Steve? No, I think his dad did. Okay. Actually, his dad, who's probably in his 80s, his name's John, one time, um, it was actually right after I got my Subaru, like within a couple of weeks of getting it, we got this piece of gravel or cinder stuck in the brakes, and it was making this awful noise, and I was just like, it was a brand new car, and I was afraid to drive it. So I called them up, and um, Subaru actually paid to have the car towed down back to the dealer, which is like an hour and a half away. Oh, wow. Um, and John drove me, drove, he towed the car down on the flatbed truck, and I got to ride down with him, and that was kind of cool, because he's been in Idlewild since like, I don't know, the the Depression, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying before time. that, like... 1650. I don't know. Super nice guy. But he's the kind of guy that gives you those directions that are like, you know, where the old tree that had the birdhouse in it? The one legged chicken yeah. make a right. Yeah, where that used to be, that's where it is. <laughs> so, yeah, we give a lot of directions like that to people. It's just part of being in a small town that not a whole lot changes except for some things, you know, trees get cut down every once in a while and roads change. get washed out. Yeah. Yeah, washed out roads. That's a unique thing. I've never really... Well, you know what? That's actually not true because I grew up down the Coachella Valley and there are a number of roads down there that run through what is referred to as the wash. Yeah. And the wash... <laughs> hey, why do they call it the wash? Because the roads wash out. Every time it rains... But you can get around if... You just have to get diverted to another road. Here when roads wash out, you can't leave. I, I've honestly really started investigating what it would take to get a helicopter because it would make my life a lot easier at this point. And I think Idlewild over the last three or four months has become, has become known as the helicopter capital of the world. That's true. Yeah. There's been a helicopter above our town almost every day for the last few months. So Someone got airlifted out last week. Yeah, I heard that Broke was a, a, hip or... a climber that fell and was injured but not fatally injured. Yeah, 30 and feet. Yeah. Could you imagine falling 30 feet? No. Well, maybe. You ever have one of those dreams? 
Oh yeah. Where you just all of a sudden yeah. you like startled awake because you're falling in your dream and there's not really die if you, if you actually hit the ground. Is that true? Only if Freddy Krueger is there. <laughs> and for you young people, Freddy Krueger, that was an old scary movie when we were children. What was the name of that movie? Nightmare on Elm Street. That's it. Right. Very good. Very good. I'm like an encyclopedia of bad '80s movies. What is our? Uh... Wasn't a bad. That was a great movie. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny movie. Depp was in that movie. That was before his starring he role. Was, before he was Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a good horror movie for 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 the money they spent to make it. Did well. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know much about it other than I was scared of it when I was a kid. Me and my brother embraced that scary movie. Okay? <laughs> we were scary movie holics. Ah. This is what you actually do in your spare time when you're watching scary movies. It's true. Yeah. I, I got to experience that. But it wasn't as scary as <laughs> the vehicle getting stuck. It wasn't ne- anywhere near as scary. So, anyway. What do you what say? We, uh, we cut this one. and Are we done? We're is that done. it? Yeah, that's I feel like we're just getting started. It's only been a half an hour. <laughs> Man, I could talk all day. I really could. Anyway. Yeah, that you really gives you can. maybe a little yeah. bit of insight into what we do uh, for fun and when we're not working. Kind of help you get to know us a little bit better. I actually spend a good amount of my time chasing children. That's really... And they're mine, so it's nothing illegal. But I want to be a good parent, and I want to make sure that they're safe and not getting injured. And so I, I tend to chase them a lot. Very interesting. You guys have a really well-behaved little girl, so you That's don't have to worry about that so interesting, much. but not necessarily yeah. true all the time. <laughs> She is a handful, but she she's an amazing girl. But she's also the, your boss because she's, she's the CEO of your she's business. She's the CEO of El Buen Cacao. Yeah. We took the opposite approach. We make our children start at the bottom because they can't be trusted with big decisions. Sophia can. Because the answer is always yes when you're three years old because they don't like the word no. Yeah, she's, uh, she's everything, but she keeps the business moving. Yeah. Yeah. And I, do you get people that come in when she's not at the shop and just like, where's Sophia? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. We I get, get that too. We get people that come in with their kids and they're like, is Sophia here? They want to play with Sophia. Well, she's in school right now. They're like, oh, she's already in school? But if we're gone, <laughs> they don't care. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, only Sophia's goodness. gone. Yeah. Eric's finally gone. Woo! Yeah. Man, I hope he's taking a nap. I hope he stops talking about dark chocolate. It's ridiculous. Dark chocolate. What else is there? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always fun to have the kids around. And it's always fun when people remember the kids and want to know about the kids. And, and as long as they're not creepy about it. Because that can happen too, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. like, the wrong people ask the wrong questions about your kids. And you're like, I don't know if I want you as a customer yeah. anymore. <laughs> I think we're closed. That, yeah, that happens. <laughs> and my happens. kids are boys, so it's not as bad necessarily, but I'm not as overprotective or not as protective yeah, as I would be if they were girls. If uh, we get customer that comes in and they keep focusing on how beautiful Sophia is, after a while you just like, you start, your whole demeanor changes from happy and talkative to real quiet serious. and just ser- dead serious. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I I always, well, I should warn people if you're planning on visiting our shop ever, if you look like you might be a grandparent, Logan, our three and a half year old, is going to sit on your lap and you're going to read him a book. <laughs> That's going to happen. He has that. no boundaries. 
and he loves people, so um, <laughs> he's going to sit on your lap. So be prepared. Don't offer him any candy. That doesn't help. <laughs> Just read him a book and be on your way. Maybe buy some coffee because that's really going to benefit him in the long run. Um, and then our other kid is probably just going to scream at you and walk away because he doesn't really like people yet. <laughs> he's littler. He'll and, get there. And easily offended. Yes. Yeah, he's like a mean cat. That's what we, yeah, we have a we call Logan the puppy sometimes and we call Matthew the, the cat because he's a little bit more cat-like in his personality. Um, anyway, yeah, I guess that should wrap it up now. Yeah. We got a little off. I, I, that was like the rabbit trail. Episode. Yeah, I, I tried Speaking to... Speaking of rabbits... This town is littered with rabbits. They're everywhere. Cottontail bunnies. In your engine, behind your tires, eating no, your plants. Not behind your tires. That seems all Don't the time garden. Annoying. There are people that garden up here, but it's it's not not get an inside them. garden with temperature control. On what are you talking about hydroponics? <laughs> Why not? Then you get the water rabbits involved, and they start. Is that a what's the Latin name for that? I don't know. Aqua something. Anyway, um, that's enough. We're having too much fun. I, I gotta wrap this up. It's too hot in here. Why is it so hot? Otherwise, it's because yeah. it's August. I would. I thought that spider web up there would do a little more to, to help with the uh, heat. You know, we're looking out my skylight in my shop, and it's, it's kind of funky. Sorry, I gotta clean that up. Um, so we will see you guys, next week. Yeah. Well. This uh, our podcast usually come out on Monday, and we try to get a, a, at least a few recorded it uh, every now and again so that they're consistent. That's a big thing for us trying to do this on a regular basis and make it fun. Um, so next time we'll talk about something else, maybe a little bit more business related. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll figure it out by then. Yeah, we got a couple couple minutes, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. If you want to come visit us or go to our websites, that'd be great. Uh, it's uh, blkmtncoffee.com. And Eric, yours is? Elbuencacal.com. How do you spell that? E-L-B-U-E-N-C-A-C-A-O.com. That is not in English. That is. No, it's not. It's a Spanish <laughs> word. It's El Buen Cacao, which means the good cacao or chocolate you know okay way to to clarify thank you for being bilingual i appreciate that (laughs) and you know support small businesses that really care about what's going into your body yeah if you're not if you're not in idlewild you're not planning on coming to idlewild and you want to do something cool go to a small shop in your neighborhood and support them if they're passionate and produce a good product thanks for listening have a great day see you